in a world looking for something to listen to. A group of friends rise to the challenge. It's Pop Samurai. What's going on, Pop Samurai fans? This is your host, Lion Hoon, along with host Joel Paprocki. And you're joining us once again for Pop Aficionados, your one stop shop for discussion about the past, the present, and the future of pop culture topics, things like that. So, you know, it's going to be fun. If you guys want to send us any uh, topic ideas, do send it over to popsamurainetwork at gmail.com. Just be sure to list out the show name you're uh, sending the question or comment into. Um, so just, you know, list pop aficionados. And then uh, if you got a you know comment or suggestion for a topic, we'd be uh, more than appreciative of it. It'd be great. Uh, of course, you can go to social media. Uh, Instagram, Facebook at Pop Samurai, and you can go to Pop Samurai uh, at Pop Samurai Cast on Twitter uh, to find us there. And of course, don't forget to visit our website, popsamuraynetwork.com, uh, for all the information on shows and upcoming things. And of course, the big thing that's happening right now is uh, we are uh, going live on Twitch more often. Uh, right now, we have set uh, No Games, No Life, the Wednesday live show to happen every Wednesday at 4 p 4.30 p.m. Uh, Wednesdays. That's uh, Central Standard Time, guys. Uh, we're the Midwest boys over here. So, yes, join us there for some cool discussion on what we're playing, a uh, little bit of discussion on some news, and we're building up to some live uh, E3 press conference reactions. Um, um, as they happen from E3, that's going to be fun. And, uh, of course, we're streaming more often, too. Uh, me and our host, Pat, over there just finished the stream of uh, A Way Out. A wonderful game. So if you guys get a chance, check us out at twitch.tv slash Network. That's twitch.tv slash Network. Fun, fun, fun. Of course, shout out to our sponsor, Gamergy, the clean energy drink company. That's good energy there. Clean, no uh, low in sugar, no caffeine, uh, no taurine, uh, no high fructose corn syrup. It's just good, clean gaming fuel for you to keep gaming longer. Go to gamergy.com to find out more. Um, Joel, how you doing? I'm doing fine. Welcome to the 80s nostalgia episode, guys. Ooh. I feel like this episode is going to come back constantly because I think it's we're going to constantly touch 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 on this up on this type of uh subject especially like as it's affecting everything you know what i mean well absolutely i mean it, we we see it in almost everything and including right now a film that's coming out uh what is it this weekend uh yes uh the reason why we're doing this is well actually by the time you listen to this last weekend uh will have been you have seen the release of uh ready player one which is the Super video gamey, uh, dystopian pop culture reference Spielberg in movie. That's a <laughs> mouthful, there, guys. Yeah, exactly. But yes, based on a book, uh, places like this kind of very it places these characters in a dystopian future, and uh, everyone joins into the Oasis, the Oasis, which is like an online VR game, and it's chock full of uh, pop culture references, especially '80s references. So. That led us to let's talk about the '80s nostalgia movement, and uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna start in the past first, you know. Bring it back to young Joel. Bring it back to young Jelani, and talk about our love of '80s anything. Joel, let's start with you. What do you think? What do you, what's 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 the thing that's that you, you want to talk about a little bit about the '80s? 
Um, well, I guess I'll speak to what my experience was. Um, it was I, a harsh time. I, I yeah. was 30 years old. Uphills both ways. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it, uh, I mean, we seem to bring this up every single time, but born in 1985, uh, that means that I would have existed during the 80s for five years. Um, in that time, I was exposed to a lot of cartoons and a lot of uh, uh, general TV shows, music, everything like that. Um, and of course, my parents would play a lot of 80s music. So all these things I still remember pretty vividly. Um, I was too young to really appreciate some of the finer nuances, I guess you could say. Or um, I think I think as I look back, it's like, man, do I wish I was almost a teenager during those times. But to be a young kid at that time was also pretty neat because things were happening a mm -hmm. lot and they were yeah. happening quickly. Um, you know, I guess coming out of the 70s, there wasn't a technology boom so much uh, for consumers at that point. So by the time the 80s rolled around and by the time we were just about to approach the 90s, I remember people starting to get CD players and things like that and moving away from tapes and whatnot. Um, and I guess for me, I just I remember acquiring when I was pretty young, I think I would have already been, say, 1990, but we'll just say that that's on the cusp of the 80s, uh, getting my first CD player, with, which is a boom box. Um, I remember a lot of people when I was even younger than that, like my cousins who were a little bit older, had the giant, heavy, big like almost steel looking boom boxes with the, yeah. <laughs> the tape player only and radio and they would record <laughs> to it from the radio and they would make their mixes based on the radio wonderful uh, yeah i know um so I, you know for me that stuff was really important and then a lot of uh um influential movies that were coming out around that time um i was a bit young to really take in the stuff like you know i was saying as a maybe a teenager would but um as a kid i i think i had a lot of fun with certainly the cartoons that were coming out at the time um and then uh music it's it's funny how you grow up listening to certain music and um you know every lyric and then now as we're adults, we look back at that and have that nostalgic feel. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, wow, we really, really, um, really loved our synth. <laughs> <laughs> we really do. And, and that's that's funny because eventually we'll get to the the current and the, the future, which is just, man, is that coming back? But um, they they had their own unique style, taste, everything like that and sound. Um, and I'm not just talking like the really synthy, jokey stuff, um, you know, uh, I can think of Genesis or anything like that that was wonderful for the 80s. And they weren't just very, you know, you could go across the the entire gamut of tons of different stuff from Journey to um, uh, Fleetwood Mac, you know, all these bands that were coming out in different directions. Bowie was still popular, oh, obviously. Yeah. Um, and uh, there just was a ton of different feels. But when you look back to that time, you're like, that is very 80s yeah <laughs> yes so, it, it is very very 80s i don't know i had a, i i seemed to have a good experience with it and i loved being a kid in that time i would say i yeah. was very lucky to have grown up then uh as i said it before on the show um i'm a 89 baby you know so i i i was born just on the cusp uh of the end of the 80s um but that doesn't mean that i missed out on all the goodies that i could uh you know watch on rerun afterwards oh, yeah. Yeah. and a, a lot of stuff that comes to mind is a lot of just movies and films that i have grown up with like um 
things that just pop into my mind right away. Backs to the Future, yeah. you know, yeah. Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. you know, those are the films that like shaped like my view of films and things like that. And as I got progressively older and like constantly go back and try to catch films that I never watched before, I just find it to be more and more satisfying, especially, you know, watching, you know, how 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 good these things were, how good Blade Runner was, mm-hmm. you know, and then of course you have that 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 soundtrack behind it, the oh, the, yeah. the score, you know, and, yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> and it's just like you know what it is, and you know that's quintessential '80s, you know, and um, you know, I couldn't choose my music growing up in like early '90s, you know, eventually just start listening to whatever's on the radio or what my parents liked, mm-hmm. which was '80s stuff, and a lot of stuff that I heard was, um. Uh, a lot of freestyle, the what they call, you know, a lot of that very like um, '80s freestyle. Oh, that I whole, love that. that whole like poppy. That yeah, whole, yeah. You know, I mean, the freestylers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you remember them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it, it's it's. It's, it's 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 a really good time period, you know. Well, it's, it's interesting that they moved away from disco, right? I mean, they were yeah. they were like disco's dead, and it was a really strong movement. Uh, some people were trying to hold the on synth- to it. The synthesizer, yeah, <laughs> to the synthesizer. Well, is the sound of the future, exactly. God, yeah, guys, if you guys don't, if you guys don't know, if you guys don't listen to Daft Punk, you guys need to get on Daft Punk, man. God, <laughs> Jesus, man, listen to Discovery. That yeah, was like a whole exactly. ode to like the '80s, right there, especially with the the music videos too. And just listening to like uh, their late the last album they did, which was uh, um, damn it, I just had it in my mind. I had the album. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Um, Random Access Memories. Yeah, I'm sorry. It it had it took me a minute. Sorry guys, but just listen to that and then have like the the couple songs that like start off with like they're talking to someone who had like uh, a a part of like creating like sound and like this. They talked to Giorgio, uh, who was he like started like the whole sound of like the the synthesizer using the synthesizer for like in the in the clubs in the mm-hmm. discotheques as he calls them mm-hmm. and uh introducing the click into the song uh, god man jesus i could go all day with this but yes uh having all that growing up with just like early 90s stuff and then eventually now you know having the late 90s stuff happen to me and then sort of just like still have it interspliced with a lot of the 80s stuff because mm-hmm. it was always like the better of what it was because like 90s was more i would say like what like well, they either like grunge rock very and grungy like, yeah. and then very hip-hop hip-hop right? exactly um really hip-hop well it's not like hip-hop didn't exist in the 80s obviously no no yeah for sure yeah exactly um, but you know it, it like game it gained more popularity in the 90s you know absolutely absolutely and you know it's funny if you think about decade by decade like right now we're living in the 2010s right mm-hmm. um we look back at the 2000s, and if you hear something from that time, uh, you'll be like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that's you know, just that's old, but you know, it's nothing new." But you don't look at it as vintage or something like that. <laughs> um, so when when in the 90s and you're hearing 80s stuff, um, it was just kind of the same thing, where it's like, "Yeah, that's it's old news, but it's uh, it's not out of the culture yet." So I think you're right. There, you know, as I was saying, I was only five uh, until 1990, and then going into the early 90s, that's when I started to become a little bit more mature, whatever mm-hmm. you want to say. And there was still a huge influence of the 80s on everything. Yeah. Um, and you can still see it in the bright color clothing, yeah. <laughs> the the stonewashed jeans and everything like that. Um, and, you know, I don't, I'm just trying to think about like elementary school, school growing up during those times. You had like those uh, scholastic book clubs, which were started oh, in God, the 80s yes. and stuff like that. The hairstyles. Oh, yeah. You know, the uh, everyone had the... Uh, 
uh, what I call the uh, the aha hairstyle, which is like, yeah, the, the very fluffed up like hair, but then the sides were very short, short. cut, you know, <laughs> and it's like, I think my, my mom had that like kind of like the girl version of that oh, yeah. too. And it was just like, wow, you guys were really into that. Well, that's why, <laughs> you know, it's so funny. The, um, what was that? Napoleon dynamite and the whole glamor shots photos. Thing. Yeah, exactly. it's like, that's what it was. <laughs> so I, there, there are so many happy things and not only that, but I would say that it was a pretty happy time in general. Like, I oh, don't yeah. think, I don't think people were too unhappy. Uh, obviously politics still, uh, were present, uh, and they always will be, and there were conflicts and whatnot, but, um, you have a very divisive nation now, and I would say back then it was pretty cohesive for the America, well, America itself, not the Americas, I should say, um, that, you know, we just, there were happy people that were just trying to thrive together, and um, there was all this new technology bringing people together. It was almost like the first incident of dorks being cool, and hence the movie Revenge of the Nerds. Right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes. Or police academy or something like that. Um, and then, yeah, and then that's when you start seeing like, um, like, and again for me, I everyone knows that I I love uh, samurai films, and th oh, that's yeah. why again that's why pop samurai came, came to fruition. Um, kind of just love of film and pop culture altogether. But um, the samurai and pop samurai came from my love of like Seven Samurai and mm -hmm. things like that. And it, in the eighties, you started seeing that the martial arts and the, and also the samurai films were very like forefront and like pop culture-iness, you know? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, wonderful to see someone like you got, you got a lot of films that came out of the eighties that I still love today. And they're like top of my list of samurai films as well, you know? And, uh, it's, do you think of one off the, off the top of your head? I, I, well, Kagimusha, I know for oh, sure yeah. it was nine, yeah, like, yeah. I think that was good like call. 1980. That oh, one was, that's a, a, a good favorite of mine. Um, I don't want to speak out of place. I want to say Seven Samurai was from the 80s, is it? Seven Samurai? Is that um, earlier? Oh, or yeah. Well, I mean, the original, yeah. That's oh, shit. You know what? I'm, I'm trying to... I'm, I must have it confused with a different one then. Well, that's right. Either way... I mean, he's, he's made films for, like, decades. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, like, literally, like, <laughs> if, if, I, if I mistake and grab a, a film from a different year, like, literally, like, they all can run together. and But he still has that style that still runs through everything, and they're all masterpieces, you know, so... Well, and, you know, I, I can think of quite a few uh, animes as well that I was a huge oh, yeah. fan. That's that's where, for me, a lot of the stuff I grew up with um, came from with regard to uh, the anime movement, I guess you could say, coming to America. It was like that was the first time I really got to take a stab at stuff was from the 80s. Um, obviously, it was thriving for a long time before that. But um, uh, for us to get, say, dubbed things or subbed, um it was probably a lot of 80s material. And mm -hmm. still to this day, I'd say some of my favorites are, and I don't know if it's just nostalgia, but I actually think they have a good storyline still. But uh, a lot of the 80s ones still uh, hold their place and have a high value for me. I don't know about you. Uh, yeah. It, and it, a lot of the stuff was really started in the 80s. You know, mm -hmm. like you, you got a lot of like, you can, the, the, the synth sound wave thing that, that all started in the 80s. And uh, you start seeing like... Um, it's like a, a huge horror movement oh, and yeah. movement in film that started in the eighties. Like you, 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 this is like in late eighties, you start seeing the birth of Hellraiser, you know, oh, yeah. that like, that came out like right out the, the like, I think Clive Owen did that. I want to say 87, 88. 
and then like they followed up with the sequel just before the end of the uh, end of the decade you know and and those right there can rank uh, on many horror people's list as like top horror films of all time um if not yeah nightmare on elm street um so i mean that's what this is when you start for when you first get all these like some of the halloween this is this is what horror is gonna be you know and all these films still stand the test of time as like top horror films as well you know and so you start seeing that movement like before that no like it was always kind of just like not really up on the forefront Mm -hmm. and very very popular but these films jumped that forward jumped horror as a genre forward as well too you know well and i think to speak to that uh i think special effects uh when they were done on character or on set not as a digital um effect uh, or After Effect, this was the time for them to really shine. Yeah. This was, you know, Stan Winston <laughs> doing exactly. his finest work and things and like that. You, you got plenty of, of great films. And, and, like, again, this is the, the masterful time of, like, when we started first getting, like, the some of the Stephen King adaptations, mm-hmm. too. You mm-hmm. know, like The Shining, you know, and... Uh, uh, we even get like we uh, Spielberg is at the top of his game and he starts doing like uh, E.T. Mm-hmm. and things like that. So Absolutely. a lot of stuff in this time period, especially for film, was just like leaps and bounds, you know, pushing the, the film industry forward. You know? you know, that brings up another topic, actually, that you mentioned E.T., which is just being a kid at that time. And there were a couple of films that started to come out around then that were like talking about living at that time or being a kid put in an extraordinary situation or something like that. And Stand by uh, me. What's that? Stand by yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. So <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, there's there's a very, again, a very unique, there's some very unique aspects that come out of the 80s that really were nowhere else before that, I, w- I would say at least. I'm sure there's probably others that have tried things or have done things for different uh, decades, but... Um, probably to speak to us, you know, speak to us as yeah. people of their um, late twenties, early thirties. It's like that. That really holds a. You a start getting value. the the for me especially like you get the you get the the John Woo Asana oh, sense yeah. or what, I don't wanna, I don't know what you want to call it, but like a plethora of John Woo films. Yeah, you know, killers and things oh, like that. Yeah. Just like oh, wonderful films. Chowing fat top of his game again. Martial exactly. arts, the Asian cinema forefront in the culture you know that's like this is something that's like oh it's different you God, know killers i love that movie. God, it's such, a good <laughs> film, such a good film right and then like i'm sorry <coughs> got a little sorry. uh dry throat but because i'm so excited to talk about stuff <laughs> exactly. from, the, from the 80s and, and uh yeah just ah uh, man well, you mentioned ghostbusters as well i mean just think about how that's you know what and permeated. like we could literally we could just spend an hour just talking about just the, the 80s <laughs> and the past I, I mean again we're gonna keep coming back to this but of course you can't talk about the 80s and not bring up the big sw the big star wars you know oh, yeah. and like how that shit like changed everything, changed everything. especially for science fiction you know right? yeah for science fiction alone, like that before that, there was, I don't think there was ever a science fiction film that ever had such influence per- performed I'd say. Yeah. like that, like that, you know, and just the the like even the toy, the toy market started like at that time, exactly, too, just like boomed up. Like before that, we were getting like Mr. Potato Heads and like GI <laughs> Joe that was like kind of really not that great, but then all of a sudden like Star Wars comes along and you got those articulated you know, figures, articulated figures, all and, their. You know, different designs um, again shout out i can i can name all this because shout out to that documentary series uh toys toys that made oh, yeah. us uh guys yeah. check that out that's a really wonderful thing on netflix but yeah 
just just all the 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 things that like it felt like everything from that time period a lot of stuff started there and like a like a lot of things were pushed forward and a lot of things made leaps you know at that time you know oh i agree completely so well that's uh I mean that you're right. It's a hard topic to just say. All right, let's talk. Yeah, about we can't condense it down. Exactly. We could talk days on just past and days on present and days on what speculations are, but you know, again, this is a topic I think we'll come back constantly to. You know, well, and it could come back in a variety of different ways. Each individual thing, right? Like video games, just movies, just you know, things like that. Exactly. We're, I mean, we're like gen- we're talking in general pop culture. I mean, shit, like the arcade movement that oh, started man. there. You know. And we'll the, listen to our other episode. <laughs> yeah, listen, listen that, that's, a per, that's a perfect shout out. Go listen to the arcade, their first episode of uh, Pop Aficionados and uh, Pop Contention. Go check those out. But man, the, the movement, I mean, you, you see just like these jumps and everything changes from like what I imagine like old school life would have been, you know? You know, you don't know talk about, right? Old school oh, life where yeah, it's like absolutely. everyone, like the, everyone wears a suit. Yeah, in my yeah, mind, yeah. this is everyone. This is what this is what happens in my mind. Before the '80s, everyone wears a suit. You know, hi, yeah. honey. And I just fedora. came back from work. <laughs> Martha, where's the paper? Did the milkman <laughs> deliver my the milk, milk today? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I imagined before. Like all of a sudden, a jump in technology. <laughs> yeah, Computers are are now becoming home with wood cases. Yeah, you know, you're getting video game systems, oh, you're getting arcade cabinets, you know, you're getting jumps and leaps and bounds in film. How about 3D films and things like that? Exactly. All, all that stuff there. All the 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 4D stuff and the oh, smell of vision. Oh, you know, of course, that stuff doesn't happen now usually, but like, oh, no, wonderful but, time. But you're right. I mean, uh, I I think to, to just take this to that next step here, let's talk about what is the present what is the, what do you take the present uh 80s nostalgia as what is that to you it's it's do you live it's, any it's of that? infecting <laughs> it's infecting everything you know and yeah i think we all live that currently uh, it's a lot it's a lot it's, it shows a lot of inspiration in the music i mean that happens there and a lot of inspiration in the films right I mean, like, again, we got Ready Player One coming out. It's chock full of 80, 80s nostalgia, mm-hmm. you know? Absolutely. And we have, uh, this is like, this has been the decade of remakes, you know, constantly, you know, Baywatch, you know? Oh, man. You're, you're, yeah. you're, jumping, to, you're jumping to films that, that get chock full of, like, 80s nostalgia, and they're not even, they're more of just about, like, the feel of it. The like, feel, like, exactly. re, like, like, Wreck-It Ralph. Yes. That all, that was all arcade 80s feel right there you know yeah and then of course you jump to like of course they did jump to like a couple little references of like modern stuff too but like you get like that feel from it of the 80s you know and uh it's the it's also like it's been like in in the recent few years just like the sequel of the things that happens in the 80s yes, you know yes what do we see we see we saw blade runner yeah you know yeah that's who could have called that a lot of people <laughs> yeah, like a, again is a film that came out and and is quintessential 80s right it is now is now popular with like i would say it's very it's like a very popular um cult film 
I mean, I don't even know if it's still considered. I don't even know if it's still considered a uh, a cult film now since it moved up. I feel like it jumped up, it jumped a peg. I had a teacher show me that in a class, in a philosophy class, because they were talking about like, what does it mean to be human? So it had its influence. It, and again, it yes, film. And that's what I'm saying. But when, it, when it first dropped, it didn't do that well, right? That's it, 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 it. Like it almost bombed. I think it did bomb, but. Ridley like was already slowly, it was popular, like a slow burn like, that just like yeah, exactly it was a slow burn of just like how it caught fire, and then like now it's coming to a head. We're like, yeah, it's like one of the best films out there. Well, and it's funny that even the director recognized that it's like now is the time to do this. It's the head of the times, head <laughs> of the time, you know. Well, no, now is the time to do this because people are realizing, or it's the actualization that hey, the '80s was a really cool time. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, and the feel that people put in the films, even if they took place in the future, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but uh, so it, I guess I'll, I'll kind of give my own response, if you don't mind. About, yeah, I certainly have a lot of influence of uh, this uh, 80s nostalgia that's going around. Um, one thing that I particularly am very fond of is new retro wave music or uh, synth wave. I mean, you can almost put anything wave and it's supposed to be an ode to uh, the 80s, essentially. Like, you know, there's all this. If you just jump on YouTube and go watch uh, anything from the new retro wave uh, group, you'll see videos and you'll be like, oh, man, that feels 80s. <laughs> Not only that, but it sounds 80s, too. Um, <clears throat> and what is that exactly? I don't know. I just see it as very fluorescent lights <laughs> since that are yeah. riding out uh, for a long time. Um, some eighties cars shown some funky jean jackets and yeah. uh, maybe a headband being worn. Um, and you know, we've just got an absolute ton of movies and TV shows. Um, a lot of them taking place in the eighties, but also just influenced by that having those those elements that I listed before and tons and tons of others. It's hard to pinpoint exactly what is the 80s, though. Yeah. But we all know it. <laughs> Every, yeah, everyone knows it. And I think it, it it might be funny because I think it it's like that's almost the basis of like this this current generation where like now we're we are transitioning to the future gen generation as, as the kids now are getting older, right? Mm, yep. But a lot of people nowadays – the people who were born before the eighties, those are fading out, you know, and now we're hitting where it's like a mainstay of like, this is people who grew up eighties. Yeah. You know, I think you're right. And that's the thing where that's translating into like what we're seeing, you know, and what we're feeling from everything. And everybody's like, again, everyone wants that feel of like something. And I think, and again, like we bring up the point of like, it started a lot of things. It jumped a lot of things forward. And I think it's a time period that that probably would be widely considered as like the best, very influential, decade, you know, influential uh, new ideas. Yeah, at least yeah, at least the most influential decade for for a lot of things pop culture, you know. Absolutely. And uh, it, it's you you stand there, you listen to it, you listen to the to the music, and you feel it, and like you can you can sense it, like you said, in the in the new sounds we're getting. Um, you see people who are inspired by uh, the, not only film techniques from back in the day, but also stories from back in the day. Absolutely. You know, yeah. um, and, and we're getting people who are overjoyed with trying to see these remakes of films that were from back in the day. And I, again, again, I can't, I can't not touch on the video game uh, market right now that is booming with 
the the indie game scene that is con- that has boomed with eight bit, sixteen bit style games that are topping lists of we were just of playing top, Celeste. You know, yeah, Celeste, like <laughs> Celeste, and that calls back to the time period of the platformer of playing the SNES. You know, playing you know that uh, that the, the Nintendo system at, at at home or the Genesis, and you're playing those games, and they have a specific style, and people are going back, and you're seeing, you know, just recently Shovel Knight, you know, that top list of like game games of the year and stuff like that of just like people in the industry are paying homage to that. Well, like, well, let, let me just say this uh, at school, which I go to UW Milwaukee. Uh, today at our coffee shop, we had this. I'm going to show Jelani a picture really quick. Oh. And uh, what it is is Throwback Thursdays, and it looks like Back to the Future type uh, lettering. And then it says Retro Game Day. And I walk in there, and they're playing literally like uh, NES games, uh, uh, Genesis games. Somebody was playing Sonic, you know, and they had an arcade machine or two, and it was pretty darn cool. And it's just like this is everyday life nowadays. Exactly. Not only that, but we have the retro bars, the, the everything, every exactly every element of life, even clothing. Like we were saying before, it's like the looks have come back full force too. Oh yeah, the clothing <laughs> and the looks, some of the hairstyles, and the hairstyles exactly. Yeah, and it's it's like it feels like it's coming back. But question that we're we're sitting on right now, is it a fad? Is it something that's going to just pass through? And for me, if I had to sit on an answer for that, I would say no. I think right now, I think it's something that's going to affect life for quite a quite a long time. Um, at least until the, f- the f- uh, foreseeable future when the 80s guard Moves fades away. out as well. But I think that a lot of stuff that we are seeing influence nowadays, like that's going to be called back in the futures, you know? Yeah. So like Celeste, right? We just talked about that. That's going to come that that's an instant classic, right? Mm-hmm. And someone in the future is going to call back to that as being just a classic game. And I know it's sad. It's like thinking about that. <laughs> Someone's going to call that a classic game. It just came out. Yeah. And they're going to think back. It's like, that is a wonderful game. And someone's going to be inspired by that game to make another thing and evolve from that. And the root seed that started that was the inspiration that inspired Celeste, which was the old school eighties yeah. type games. Yeah, you know? Exactly. And same the thing with, you know, and the same thing with like some of the film and everything like that. So I don't think it can go away. I think it's gonna always infect and it's always gonna have a root there and a, a subtle tone as it continues to grow. And I, I to add to that, I'll just say that I think um what what you're saying that it's not gonna go away is that it has been established as a certain thing. Now, I said it was hard to describe, but it, we all kind of know what it is, even if we can't put words exactly to it. Um, and people will always love that. Or it's almost like it's cool to take on that persona of somebody who is uh, living that type of lifestyle from the 80s or whatever you want to say. Um, I, I think you're right. I don't think it's going to just disappear um not quick at least, it might take a generation or two to, to move it on out. Um, we were talking about the 70s uh, kind of group of people, their, their influence is slowly moving away, and I think that's true. You don't see people wearing bell-bottoms too much, right? <laughs> not anymore, um, not right now. 
And I don't know if that'll come back or not, but I, I would venture to say, you know, obviously music, that's a different thing. Decade music is always going to be around. But um, the way that the 80s has, you know, permeated through every nook and cranny of life, um, that's that's here to stay, I think, at least for a long, long time. Um, but do you think that they're, they will keep remaking movies from the 80s? I think that they probably will. I mean... When you look at it right now, it's like, okay, it's brand new. How could they ever remake it? But the, is this movie going to be brand new another 20 years from now? You know, it's to them 20 years from now, the people for 20 years from now, it's going to be like, you know what? Let's make, let's remake that old movie from 20 years ago. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's what it's going to be. You know, I, I think that, I mean, they will take their own liberties. They will do their own things. But I think. 20 years from now, we're going to be those old, old people like, oh, why are they remaking that? They already have that, you know? <laughs> Twice. Twice. <laughs> and then we're, they're going to be like, shut up, old man. This We're making this <laughs> yeah. our own way. It's our own one. Yeah, well, and I think that is what people are trying to do here in the future, I guess you could say, is put their own take on things that they saw as young younger people, right? It's... um. The ideas were sound, they were great, but a lot of people will say they didn't have the technology to bring some of those ideas to life. And so going forward, it's like, man, some of those written ideas or just the, the, the even the sounds, whatever you want to say, the 80s, it's like nowadays we anybody can almost do these things because almost anybody i would say that yes for some of these big movies of course you need a huge team to do this or video games too but um with music yeah almost anybody can generate some of those sounds that they're you know with any laptop easily easily yeah yeah basically um man oh there's a for, for like for you right pardon me if, if you had to like think back right now right and think about like something that that like really stands out as like your your. All right, let me let me simplify the question. If you had to think back to, to stuff that you love from the eighties, mm -hmm. right, and choose like pick out one thing that you like, th that stands for eighties. What is it? Um, like all right, I I guess I'll I'll list a few things because. <laughs> I know you said breaking break, rules one, already. Know, you yeah, rebel without a clause. All, yeah. Well, that came from the eighties too. Yeah, um, exactly. No. <laughs> Breakfast club. That's Joel right now. He's, he's, he's throwing his fist up in no. the air. And it's like, I'm going to do a couple. I'm, I'm thinking that, uh, there like, I'm thinking of events that have happened in my life that I look back on that I had with say family members or something like that. And it's like, Whoa, that was super eighties of us to do. And one of those was, um, in my cousin's basement that I had two, uh, girl cousins and I had two older brothers and we would go over there and we would race on roller skates around their basement. Cause they had like the poles in the basement, you know, vertical poles. So we'd make uh -huh. like a racetrack of that while listening to like Michael Jackson. So we'd literally just like rock it out racing around the basement wow. in roller skates. So that was a very pivotal, <laughs> like 80s favorite thing um and aside from that i also remember that they made these pocket tapes um and they would have like one song on one side one song on the other and you would put them in their pocket like this little tiny player and uh it was like they were specific to the player and uh i still have that somewhere and if i could just show you the colors on that thing you'd be like oh my god is this so easy <laughs> and not only the songs it was like uh um 
heavy D and the boys God. and like, you know, stuff like that. So it's just like, whoa, and this is a kid's toy nonetheless too. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about you? Oh man. If I had to reach back. Right. And again, I was born at the end of the eighties. Yeah. Man, so like something brought forward from the 80s, something right? brought forward from the eighties. Like, so if I, if I'm reaching back and I had to choose one thing that was brought forth from the eighties, I would music. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to have to go with movies. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with like iconic movies, right? Mm -hmm. That like still stand the test of time today. And so are something like that. Again, like me being a huge like movie film fan, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's still like cooked into my lifeblood of like movies. are a thing I love, you know, I love movies, you know? And talk to anybody and you'll get into conversation about film or movies and nine, t- 10 times out of 10, you'll end up talking about eighties films. Oh, I know. You know, absolutely. there's no way you can't avoid it. Right. The, well, there's like the, the most iconic films come from the eighties. If there's like a, you know, a bunch of eighties films that come on, on TV or something of that nature. Will you just watch them? It's like there, think of how yeah. many movies there are that I you think can just jump into I think like I will. That. I mean, you got to think of like some of the, even the iconic actors who I who like, I still like, man, I can't, I can't believe like Bill Murray getting old and they're moving on <laughs> Bill Murray, you know? Like I was just thinking stripes. If that movie's exactly. ever on, I will watch it. <laughs> exactly. And you're also like looking at the time of like the action movie hero. Oh yeah. You know? Oh yeah. I mean, th- this is like Kurt Rambo. Russell's goddamn decade. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, you're going to, you can like escape from New York. Yeah. And and big trouble in little Tokyo, a little a little, a little yep. Chinatown. I'm sorry, I was gonna say little Tokyo. I'm big thinking, I'm China. thinking of the the Dolph Lundgren film. Uh, oh Tokyo. yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. So yeah, man. No, big trouble in little China was. I mean, John Carpenter in general too. That was kind of his decade as well. Yeah. Um, you know, he was really shining through with putting out a whole bunch of films that actually, um, have not only been remade but are probably slated to be remade sooner or later as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I agree with that. I mean, the movies, yeah, I, I get it. Like, you know, you probably weren't roller skating in a basement at one year old in 1989. Yeah, I was uh, not, I was not, but, but, but yeah, I, I can definitely say, you know, movies carrying that forward. There are so many things that, and especially as a young person, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, say you were like five years old, you probably remember Ghostbusters pretty, pretty vividly. Yeah, I remember that. Or uh, back to the future, uh, like some of the animation stuff happened at that time. You you start seeing um, Beauty and the Beast. You know, I think. Oh yeah, I believe that's the eighties. Well, it, yeah, with regard to some of the Disney films, absolutely. Yeah. Too. Well, that just opens a whole new floodgate. Exactly. Like <laughs> we can go around and just like look through doors uh, as we travel down the eighties hallway, and like, holy shit, I forgot all about this. You know. Just look into a room. It's like, oh man, here's a no- whole another hour subject we could talk on. You know, we're trying to keep it general right now, but geez. Well, you know, since uh, I'll just bring up another movie that's very nostalgic to me, uh, and they were kind of playing with it a little bit more in the '80s way, which is Return of the Living Dead. Have you ever seen that one? Yeah. Oh yeah. my god! How quintessential quintessential '80s is that? Yes, exactly. <laughs> of, of the this is based on something that's horror, but it's also very 
jokey jokey yeah that's the <laughs> word campy. i was like yeah, i don't know campy. i was gonna i was gonna go campy but then you said jokey yes jokey and campy go you watch know? that movie and try not to laugh yeah exactly <laughs> which one was the one with the with the weird uh sludge monster that's thing it. that's it. Is that the one yeah unless you're thinking of swamp thing but no no no, no. he was yeah, yeah was like that down one? in the basement he's like he was Brains. Like, Brains. yeah that's it that that's thing it. was so creepy i know exactly. there, you know there's a lot of iconic like again when we go back to horror with this we, here we go swung right back to it like all the iconic characters. Like, can you remember a recent character that stands out like as like this is on the Mount Rushmore of horror movie figures that scare the shit out of me? No, really, you can't. It was all from like I mean, you're looking at the damn uh, Chatner mask on fucking my uh, my <laughs> yeah 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 Michael from Halloween. You 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 see Freddy on that on that on that mountain, oh, you know, of course. Not like that. Not you just mentioned before too. Hell Hellraiser's on there. Holy crap. Obviously, those are terrifying to me as a kid. Alien. Aliens. I mean, if you did the alien, you do the, any <laughs> alien. You could do the Queen Alien on there if you wanted that's, to. That's, that's specific to aliens. Yeah. you know, that's that's a big deal. So. So I mean, like, there you go. I mean, I could, the list could go on forever, which is pretty darn amazing, right? Yeah, exactly. And uh, you know, it'd be really fun for uh, listeners to actually send in an email, be like. Here's my favorite thing from the 80s. Yeah. Even if you weren't born then or something, it would be really fun to hear from you guys be like, oh, of course. I, you know, I remember this movie growing up or something that was from the 80s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God, so good. So good, guys. Well, I mean, well, let's wind this down, guys. Yeah, I, we don't want to go too long. I want to keep you guys away from the t- t- 2007, uh, 18. I was <laughs> live in the past. I want to go back. Um, we don't want to keep you away from the from the present time. Uh, hopefully, you guys are out there enjoying life, enjoying everything. Again, uh, we thank you guys for your support. You guys go to you know all our social medias, follow us. Uh, send you know what? send us something if you guys get a chance to. You know what? If you guys want to, send us your favorite thing from the 80s. That's a cool thing. You know, yeah. we'll see what happens. Give a shout out. To um, Please do uh, subscribe, like, and share everything, guys. Um, please tell a friend if you can. It'd be great. Uh, we don't really advertise the show in any like way. We kind of rely on you guys' word of mouth. And with your support, we are here where we are. And, uh, you know, thank you guys so much. So yeah, Thank you. <coughs> Sorry, I didn't want to end off a cough. I, I didn't want to end on a cough, but it, it happened that way. Um, so... Yeah, this has been your host, Jelani Hoon, along with host Joel Peprocki. Thank you guys so much, and uh, get synthy and wavy with the 80s. Will our heroes podcast survive? Spread the word, subscribe, and tune in next time. Same Pop Samurai time, same Pop Samurai channel.